Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. This is the Wikipedia page for Crochet. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding everyone out there to subscribe because we live in a winding web of yarn. And this is a happy place. That is quite true. I'd like to give a special shout out to my cousin, Diane Hutnick, for suggesting this article. We won't be reading the whole article, but we will be reading some parts. Thanks, Diane, for the chance to learn about crocheting. Thanks, Diane. Crochet. For a part of the anatomy of certain insect larvae, see crochet insect anatomy. For the baseball pitcher, see Garrett Crochet. Not to be confused with crotchet. Crochet is a process of creating textiles by using a crochet hook to interlock loops of yarn, thread, or strands of other materials. The name is derived from the French term crochet, meaning small hook. Hooks can be made from a variety of materials, such as metal, wood, bamboo, or plastic. The key difference between crochet and knitting, beyond the implements used for their production, is that each stitch in crochet is completed before the next one is begun, while knitting keeps many stitches open at a time. Some variant forms of crochet, such as Tunisian crochet and broomstick lace, do multiple crochet stitches open at a time. So is that just knitting? Crocheting? No, it's not. I mean, it's similar to knitting, but it's no. Not but I'm saying thing. based on the on the very last line. I don't think so because first of all, they're called crochet and broomstick lace, not knitting. And then secondly, they say that they leave multiple crochet stitches open at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that what they do is uh, leave an entire row open. But it doesn't explain it. But who knows? But I don't think that's knitting because otherwise they they would call it knitting, wouldn't they? Why wouldn't I'm going to choose knitting? to believe it's just knitting. Diane, you can let me know otherwise. You're going to choose to believe it's just just make that choice, yep. even though the evidence points to somewhere else? Yes. All right. Well, this is 2022. Who cares about facts? Who cares? Etymology. The word crochet is derived from the old French crochet, a diminutive of crouch, in turn from the Germanic croc, both meaning hook. It was used in the 17th century French lace making where the term crochetage designated a stitch used to join separate pieces of lace. The word crochet subsequently came to describe both the specific type of textile and the hooked needle used to produce it. What a load of crock. You don't mean that. You just wanted to say that. Yes. Okay. Origins. Knitted textiles survive from as early as the 11th century CE, but the first substantive evidence of crocheted fabric emerges in Europe during the 19th century. Earlier work identified as crochet was commonly made by binding, a different looped yarn technique. The first known published instructions for crochet explicitly using the term to describe the craft in its present sense, appeared in the Dutch magazine Penelope in 1823. 
This includes a color palette showing five styles of purse, of which three were intended to be crocheted with silk thread. The first is Simple Open Crochet. Crochet Simple Azure, a mesh of chain stitch arches. The second illustrated here, there's a picture of a purse that is red and white and has some pink in it. That's the best description I'm going to give you right now. <laughs> Starts in a semi-open form, demi-jure, where chain stitch arches alternate with equally long segments of slip stitch crochet and closes with a star made with double crochet stitches. Doubled hekleskatsk. Double crochet in British terminology, single crochet in U.S. The third purse is made entirely in double crochet. The instructions prescribe the use of a tambour needle as illustrated below. Let's just take a look at it. It's a needle, everybody. <laughs> that it is. And introduce a number of decorative techniques. The earliest dated reference in English to garments made of cloth produced by looping yarn with a hook, shepherd's knitting, is in The Memoirs of a Highland Lady by Elizabeth Grant, 1797 through 1830. The journal entry itself is dated 1812, but was not recorded in its subsequently published form until sometime between 1845 and 1867, and the actual date of publication was first in 1898. Nonetheless, the 1833 volume of Penelope describes and illustrates a shepherd's hook and recommends its use for crochet with coarser yarn. Wiki listeners, you can go crochet yourself a sweater while you listen to this quick message. Thank you for listening to that message. It really helps us out a lot. And hopefully you're in a big ass sweater now. Big ass sweater. In 1844, one of the numerous books discussing crochet that began to appear in the 1840s states, Crochet needles, sometimes called shepherd's hooks, are made of steel, ivory, or boxwood. They have a hook at one end and similar in shape to a fish hook by which the wool or silk is caught and drawn through the work. These instruments are to be procured of various sizes. You changed your voice halfway through. So? Okay. Two years later, the same author writes, Crochet, a species of knitting originally practiced by the peasants in Scotland with a small hooked needle called a shepherd's hook, has within the last seven years, aided by taste and fashion, obtained the preference over all other ornamental works of similar nature. It derives its present name from the French, the instrument with which it worked being by them, from its crooked shape termed crochet. This art has attained its highest degree of perfection in England, whence it has been transplanted to France and Germany, and both countries, although unjustifiably, have claimed the invention. An instruction book from 1846 describes shepherd or single crochet as what in current British usage is either called single crochet or slip stitch crochet with US American terminology always using the latter reserving single crochet to use as noted above. It similarly equates double and French crochet. Notwithstanding the categorical assertion of a purely British origin, there is solid evidence of a connection between French tambour embroidery and crochet. 
French timbre embroidery was illustrated in detail in 1763 in Diderot's Encyclopedia. The tip of the needle shown there is indistinguishable from that of a present-day inline crochet hook, and the chain stitch separated from a cloth support is a fundamental element of the latter technique. The 1823 Penelope instructions unequivocally state that the timbre tool was used for crochet, and the first of the 1840s instruction books uses the terms timbre and crochet as synonyms. The equivalence is retained in the fourth edition of that work, 1847. The strong taper of the shepherd's hook eases the production of slip stitch crochet, but is less amenable to stitches that require multiple loops on the hook at the same time. Early yarn hooks were also continuously tapered, but gradually enough to accommodate multiple loops. The design with the cylindrical shaft that is commonplace today was largely reserved for tambour-style steel needles. Both types gradually merged into the modern form that appeared toward the end of the 19th century, including both tapered and cylindrical segments, and the continuously tapered bone hook remained in industrial production until World War II. Both the words bone and shaft appeared in this paragraph. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Okay. <laughs> the early instruction books make frequent reference to the alternative use of ivory, bone, or wooden hooks and steel needles in a handle as appropriate to the stitch being made. Taken with the synonymous labeling of shepherds and single crochet, and the similar equivalents of French and double crochet, there is a strong suggestion that crochet is rooted in both timbre embroidery and shepherd's knitting, leading to a thread and yarn crochet respectively, a distinction that is still made. The locus of the fusion of all these elements, the invention noted above, has yet to be determined, as does the origin of shepherd's knitting. Shepherd's hooks are still being made for local slip-stitch crochet traditions. The form in the accompanying photograph is typical for contemporary production. A longer continuously tapering design intermediate between it and the 19th century tapered hook was also in earlier production, commonly being made from the handles of forks and spoons. That's right, forks and spoons. I don't know anybody who's made their own crochet needles. I think that would be really cool, though. Yeah, I like the idea of it. I guess it never really occurred to me that you could make your own, but that makes sense. So this is the end of the article that we're reading, but there is more to it. You can learn about the very specific types of crochet. There's one crochet that is called the Irish crochet, which is done with potatoes and others. That's true. You can make a crochet hook out of a potato. Maybe it's true, but I was kidding. Yeah, I know. I know you know. This has been the Wikipedia page for crochet. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe buttons with your War of the Crochet hooks. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. We just did it, for instance. <laughs> <laughs>